Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Moe here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Kevin Krentz, president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Uh, good morning, Alex. It's nice nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. So first off, I'd like to take a look back at 2022, how last year really played out for farmers here in Wisconsin. Can you talk about last year's harvest and production outcomes? Yeah, well, and we we even need to go a little bit further back than that. Um, Coming out of 21, uh, coming out of COVID, uh, moving into 2022, there was certainly a lot of optimism out there with higher prices uh, coming to the farm gate. Um, But, you know, really quickly, some things changed. We had a war in Ukraine um, that continued, uh, that, that really shut down some of the global economy in regards to some of the wheat, uh, 33% of the wheat around the world comes out of, out of that part uh, of, of our, uh, that, that's the breadbasket, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, a lot of the, the potash or some of our fertilizer, the global fertilizer comes out of uh, Belarus and, and Russia area uh, that's exported around the world. Now, a lot of that doesn't come to the U.S., but that greatly affected the global price of our fertilizers moving into last spring. So um, in regards to the higher prices that we received, uh, that was quickly offset by some of the expenses that we had to dish out uh, and to get that crop in the ground. Uh, We had a wet spring um, that pushed uh, some of the plantings back a bit. But throughout the year, uh, we overall, we had a very good year. It dried out in the fall. Uh, we had a beautiful fall uh, for harvest and things and, and a well above average uh, crop across the Wisconsin. Great. Glad yeah. to hear that. And then looking ahead now to this year, what's on the horizon as far as some of those trends you mentioned and maybe any expectations for how this year might stack up to uh, last year's strong showing? Well, again, I, I think farmers are optimistic in general, right? And uh, we continue to look ahead and, and continue to find the, the bright spots uh, moving forward uh, where we can. And, and uh, some of that is being aggressive with our marketing, uh, our, our business side of things that we, we need to take care of. But there's, uh, again, there's a lot of skepticism out there. Uh, uh, fertilizer has come down, but fertilizer remains high. From where it was two years ago. We have inflation rates that uh, generations have not seen uh, since the 80s. Uh, labor shortages uh, that uh, continue to be a challenge uh, when it comes to the farm side of things. And uh, some of those inputs that we talked about when you're talking diesel uh, and things like that, uh, fuel prices, that not only affects within the farm gate, but everything that our products go to, many of our consumer prices are up because of those fuel prices. Oh, certainly. Lots of um, factors playing a role here going into 2023. Absolutely. Um, and then I guess since you mentioned already the uh, the conflict in Ukraine, of course, that is ongoing with the international trade space, 
what are you seeing in terms of um, supply chain disruptions or the ongoing ripple effect of that conflict? Can you talk more about how that has an impact here and in, in Wisconsin? Yeah, um, really um, bigger than that, um, it was COVID that really uh, disrupted a lot of our supply chain and continues right. to. Uh, when you're talking China issues and things like that, uh, continues to disrupt a lot of those supply chain issues uh, within the farm gate and and across the consumer trends. Uh, we continue to have challenges uh, within getting product here, getting parts, getting fertilizer, getting all of that, and getting those ships in and out of port. Now we've made a huge uh, amount of recovery from that, um, but those those continue. Um, in regards to Ukraine, um, there's a watchful eye moving into spring and seeing if they, uh, what their crop actually was, what they're able to export out of that country uh, because of the war damage and, and everything else. Uh, there's a watchful eye on that part of the world. Uh, they continue to uh, move some ships out of there, uh, continuing to uh, really try to feed some of the, the most hurt part of the world uh, when you're talking Northern Africa and, and a few other places, uh, trying to get that grain uh, to those uh, people that really need that. Um, the other item that we as farmers are really watching this time of year is South America and the planting trends down there and um, the just the conditions of the soil moving into because they're planting, um, you know, in the fall and, and harvesting into the uh, into March time of the year. They're kind of opposite of where we're at. So um, as they move into harvest and um, that just the the soil, the crop conditions down there and then um, the harvest in coming up in March. So. I see that all affects global trends, but really when you're talking uh, how it affects Wisconsin, um, uh, nationally about one in three acres of our crops are exported out of this country. Uh, milk production, uh, about a little over one in six days of milk production is exported out of this country. Um, Milk, milk in Wisconsin, the dairy industry is about half of our ag economic driver and our agricultural economic uh, impact in Wisconsin is second um, in, in uh, regards to manufacturing. So uh, $105 billion uh, industry in Wisconsin with about half of that being the dairy industry. So it's a huge impact uh, our exports are globally. Um, there's some global trends uh, that are continuing to drive uh, exports. Uh, when you're talking the uh, green green push that the EU is going towards, uh, that's push, pushing hard uh, within their dairy industry, within a lot of their industries over there. Um, and uh, the whole Ukraine war, the, the, the bout with Russia moving energy into their uh, countries over there has been very difficult over the last number of months, and that has uh, affected a lot of their prices over there. Um, New Zealand is the other major exporter when it comes to the dairy industry. That 
number one, they're an island. Uh, they're, they're not able to continue to grow their dairy industry like we are here in the U.S. And we can uh, really, uh, you know, feed the world, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, great to have your perspective on all those things, Kevin. Um, I want to ask, while I've got you here, can you highlight some of the Farm Bureau Federation's top policy priorities for 2023 here? Absolutely. Um, again, the Farm Bill, uh, 2023 is a Farm Bill uh, year. We're going to be uh, looking significantly at that uh, on the federal level. Um, and that affects Wisconsin farmers right here within our farm gates um, when it comes to crop insurance, when it comes to um, supporting um, industries uh, such as the dairy industry, when you're talking the, the dairy margin coverage program, uh, crop insurance, when you're talking many of the crops, there's some specialty uh, crops also as well. Um, Wisconsin's number two in potato production. So there's a ton of specialty crops and uh, vegetables that we produce here in Wisconsin as well uh, that we in Farm Bureau look to look to protect. Interesting. Well, that sounds like an issue that certainly deserves more of a conversation, Kevin, and uh, maybe we could revisit that at another Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much again for taking the time to chat with me for the podcast, Kevin. Really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.